0: You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. Alright, welcome to the latest episode of the Organic Fitness Podcast. Yes, I am the host, Coleman Power. So, if you're a long-term listener, welcome back to the show. If you're a first-time listener, where the hell have you been moving here every single Thursday for over two years? Uh, it's early morning here as I drink a warm beverage, parsley tea, because it's in season. And we have a and a on our hands right here, right now. So we'll go straight away through the four main questions that we will be discussing in this week's podcast. So uh, this one comes in from Village from the Trolls on TikTok. Never got what social media came from. Uh, if I buy non-organic like basil, is washing good enough? Great question. Next question we go on to is top three books I've read. Molly 2. Molly 2. And the next one we have is tips for building lean muscle from John Kingston. And then we have the final question. Is free-range eggs as good as organic? Great question ones. And we will be going through those in that order right here, right now. So what I must touch on is the first question. If I buy non-organic produce such as basil, is it good enough? And this is a really important point because not everybody most certainly can afford to consume everything organic. And that's absolutely fine. But what washing does is and can remove up to 80, if not 90 percent, depending on how many harsh chemicals were sprayed and the particular ones on the products that you are end up and do consume. I love talking about the benefits of the food item as well because basil is an adaptogenic herb. That means it helps the body deal with stress. So if you're under a lot of stress. If you want to reduce stress either way, for more energy levels, it's something that I definitely add into your diet. Dried is another option. And you can also make pesto with it, but not only those things, that are beneficial towards your overall health, it's major f- uh, of flavor. That's people making healthy meals, I think it has to taste like rubbish or garbage. Using spices and herbs is absolutely key. And one of those things that when you are, suppose, consuming more single ingredient foods, basil, in the likes of which are pasta, is amazing. And if you do eat cheese, you can then mix and match and most certainly gain the advantage of just those winning single ingredient foods. So I always recommend people to either firstly get it local, then get it fresh, then get it organic in the gold standard. So chemical-free growing your own basil is probably the next best step. And I'm going to touch on that here now because a lot of people are growing their own, becoming, I suppose, more self-sufficient. It's something that's uh, desirable for people with things going on in this world. God help us and save us. And basil is something you sow at this time of year. In spring, and it has to either go in a warm windowsill and or grow in a glasshouse or a polyton. Boy, just think of the example of where it comes from. It a typically hot Mediterranean climate. Get me the sun. Sun's so good for you. Sun is so good. Zoop because it's actually that warm. Here, no Mediterranean heat, just yet. Just yet. Wait till the summer comes. So, yes, these are all things that I do recommend to sow a seed today to gain an advantage in the future. You can sow in either a singular pot or cell. So pot or cell, just make a ring with your fingers, index and thumb, that is roughly the size that you will all need to start off your basil seeds in. And sowing three to five seeds, as a result of that just transplanting into a bigger pot, winning on a Wednesday. So that is how you sow it. Tip I'm going to give you then for harvesting it later on, whether it stays in that pot or just being transferred as it goes on, is to only prick out the top two emerging leaves. Don't pick the lower, <clears throat> don't pick the lower ones. And that's an in every what people do. I call man, I want to make a bolognese sauce this evening. Pick, 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 pick all the leaves. Literally, what you're doing is taking off every limb found on that plant, so it cannot make food for itself. Because that's exactly what it does when you think about it. Food is made from the leaves of the plants that inevitably keep it alive. And if you continue to take all the lower leaves, it cannot make food for yourself and therefore it um, kicks the bucket, the yeah. gap. So that's really important for yourself to understand that that's how plants grow with their leaves. They make full the senses. And, and touching on that point is if you do want loads of basil, have a couple of different paths. Don't just have the one. Because you will never really want more basil than that plant can produce. There's only so much work we can do in a day. And same with the plants. They can only produce so many of these. So, and it'll be people that I mentor and coach. And a lot of people are doing a little bit of growing. And if you can't grow in a python or a glass cells, pots on a windowsill, are an absolute winner. You can literally jumpstart that and just buy the pots itself. And keep it alive that bit longer. Less water with basil for the win. Because, again, it comes from the Mediterranean it doesn't need that much water does need a little bit. And most people tend to overwater basil and they literally drown it as well as kill it in every other way possible. Kind of like, how can this plant survive? But I'm here with the tips go nutritionally and grow your own. So we're touching on having at least four pots this coming spring. So sowing your own or buying it, jumping ahead, will get you to, as I suppose, eliminate the amount of chemicals that are inevitably sprayed on those products, fish. And then I like expanding on this point that it's when you get it non-organic and you wash it, you're removing chemicals, but you're not getting away from the fact that it's harsh chemicals that are sprayed on the plants and then the soil and everybody around it to, I suppose, prevent weeds growing. That's having an negative effect on soil microorganisms, because remember, we're only here for a short period of time and... A lot of people talk about gut health, inclusive of myself, because I do love um, overall health, which with your gut. But those microorganisms located in the soil are so beneficial for breaking down material that otherwise wouldn't have been available for the plant. And then once there's more vitamins and minerals and microorganisms breaking down those materials, the plants, the basil, the tomatoes, the kale, the spinach, the beetroots, the onions, the garlic, the leeks, the, any vegetables that's are grown in the soil that you consume are more nutrient-dense. And sometimes we forget that point, where food actually comes from and how it actually gets to <clears throat> from farm to fork or from polyton to fork or glass to fork. For you to eat it is key. And understanding food is really important and getting that realization that not all food is created equally. And if something is sold for 49 cents and it's sown a seed, it's watered, it's transplanted, it's weeded, it's trained, it's potted on, it's packaged, it put in a pot and transported to the shop. Then you buy it. And how could it possibly anybody ever think that you could buy something for $0.59 cent and it'd be beneficial for yourself or the environment. And somebody's losing out there because the cost of food is never cheap. And the value of food is underrated. We're wasting a high percentage of foods. We're not eating in season. And that's really important as well because then that suppose, reduces air miles, air miles is reducing pollution in the air, and there's very few things left on this earth that are not polluted. We have polluted the soil, we have polluted the water, we have polluted the air, but sunlight is one of the very few things that actually left in this world that we have not been able to contaminate as of yet, to my knowledge. And yeah, let's just suppose the expansion on, if you're buying organic basil, can you wash it? Yes, most certainly get in and out. and I must do a separate video on the differences in taste when non-organic, maybe washed basil and other basil things, other basils that are organically grown or chemical-free by yourself and do a taste test. How would you like that? Send me a message directly on your Instagram and um, get email and I will sort that out. Next up on I suppose the topic of growing your own, there is going to be an opportunity to come to a farm in Kildare. So if you were interested in growing your own, be more sustainable, and suppose understanding where food comes from, if you want to grow any type of crop, I do recommend uh, an event that we will be hosting. Uh, it will be in Lollymore, County Kildare, and the suppose, exact date and time will be inevitably decided on by the time this podcast comes out so if you're interested in that at all get in contact with me I might have it in the show notes the exact date if there is one set so because I really do enjoy I suppose getting people to grow their own for not only themselves the family but also their friends or anyone else they come into contact with or cook with because food is so important we do it every day in fact, most of us three times a day, sometimes some people more. I remember when I actually started fitness first, I ended up going, oh yeah, well, how do, what's healthy? All right, yeah, winning. Now uh, it's uh, eating six times a day. I was starting at about seven o'clock in the morning. That's here unit there. All right, on to the second question by Molly Two. How convenient is Molly? It hurt. <laughs> Molly Two? question input number two. So, top three books I've read. This is... I suppose important because uh, books are a gateway into the author's mind in relation to the information they're trying to concise into into a certain amount of words for the readers to gain the knowledge of a particular topic. And that's exactly what I do with my book. No, it's not out yet. No, it's not out yet. It'll be soon. It will be soon. I get so excited because I cannot wait. <laughs> but that's uh, the three books I've read. Um, <laughs> three top books I've read isn't my own book. I could put it, could put it in there. that will be four. And of course, it'll be on the top. <coughs> winning. going to be a bestseller book. So I'll stay tuned for that. Get on. And uh, the one at the top of the list is Compound Effect, which actually did help me. Compound Effect is one of the top books I have read. And that's by uh, Gary Kelleher. It's one of those books actually helped me to write my own book. It's really about doing one thing to improve and that's what I had to do and I recommend to people if they want to achieve anything whether it be a fitness goal you do one training session followed by another you do one healthy food choice followed by your breakfast your lunch then your dinner and it's not ever that realization that you have to be the best you just have to do your best and It's difficult for everybody, (laughs) difficult for everybody to exercise, difficult for everybody to make those healthy food choices. And you have to realize that your actions have a result. And if you're constantly doing the things such as a compound effect, they will all build up in the right manner for you to achieve whatever it is you want. And I did the exact thing each and every morning as a symbolization of Getting things done and it being me being quite visual, I put one euro in a jar every time I wrote in the coin. The jars are for those of YouTube, just right there, probably right there where my next finger is. And uh, there's in total two jars uh, for the two years that it took. And it's what anybody can do to, I suppose, achieve a weight loss goal, get it, I suppose. An improved position in a relationship and anything that you want. It's that realization that one coin followed by one action leads to a result. And that's a definite book that I would recommend highly on your reading list. And I actually read the book on Audible, then I bought the book and I listened to it again, running over because I'm a dyslexic and it just, I suppose, is a way of cementing in the information that was passed on great book gary keller compound effect that's number one and uh, optimal nutrition and that's by pat holford this is quite a large book and i didn't start here on optimal nutrition it's like a bible i think actually the start of the book actually says optimal nutrition the bible nutrition but uh before i read that book i started off with the basics of uh, dumb dummies nutrition for dummies and that is a real breakdown of simple things because people are not doing the simple things and they're not consuming enough, I suppose, single ingredient foods. They don't know what foods contain vitamin C, uh, peppers, uh, actually have higher vitamin C than an orange, which is the horticulture factor today and you can grow peppers in Ireland, most certainly, and any country for that matter. But most people think, oh, they don't, you can't grow peppers, you can but they're not actually inorganic finished food just due to the fact that they are, inevitably only give you five peppers per plant, which is not enough really. you are much better off growing a tomato or French beans and or basil, because they are all organic in foods. And for that reason, because you either grow them or buy them, I cannot wait till the book comes out so I can talk more about the book. This is in the book. And uh, yes, so that is I suppose, where I started off. The optimal Nutrition is kind of a, an upgrade on exactly what I do recommend because you got to start start the basics understanding vitamins and minerals and then progressing on to antioxidants because most people then don't understand protein fats and carbs that protein contains four kilocalories per gram fats contain nine kilocalories and carbs actually contain the same calories as protein yet they're demonized fish labash labash and in that i suppose book optimal nutrition it goes into depth about how carbohydrates are the body's first source of energy converted into glycogen that's stored in the muscles. And then if you exceed them amount of mass, literally like if you had a jet, ge- oh my God, it's so visual, it's so visual. I have your muscle, which is the cup, simply the cup, and as a result of that, if I was to keep on filling the cup all the way past the point of fullness, it spills out over. But in the case of the water spilling out over, then it gets stored and us as body fat. That is something I really did learn and enjoy learning from uh, through optimal nutrition. So it's about consuming the right amount of water and foods. Taking that example, I mean, liquid uh, that it restored for yourself to have enough energy, but not too much that you end up storing as body fat. That's, that was a the visual. I love that drink. I'll drink to that. Mm. Pinkies up right there, right here. So that is moving on to the next of the books I highly enjoyed reading and as this will set me on a path of optimal health. It's uh, Light Being Medicine. The idea that food is actually stored energy from light because the sun is so important. Without it, we would not be able to live. We need it for our own energy levels and it's that I suppose number one fact that you know on a hot day that people lose their appetite it's due to the fact that your body actually needs less energy so less food and every so a lot of people tend to lose weight in the summer months and that's why it was coming up we're in the spring right now and take people on the organic fitness program it makes it a hell of a lot easier because they can get their steps in they're eating much more greens they're moving and as a result of that when you move more you use up more energy, use up more calories, that helps you get into a calorie deficit. But eating the right types of foods, far, it was your specific current height and weight, and making sure we're getting that organic, how we call it organic, have a gold standard, we're getting it local, bish bash. Yes. So that is key. And then that book further expands onto how it uh, can be important is to get light in your eyes because that is setting your circadian rhythm which leads to improved sleep and improved energy levels which also leads to you being a healthier and a happier individual. Why? Because when you're more energetic, you're much more likely to be productive. And when you're unproductive, you inevitably are getting more shit done on a daily basis. People have got raises before and they will continue to do so as well. Uh, things with light that are really important is getting it in your, in, on your face. In particular, in your eyes, you don't have to look at the sun directly if you do have issues with your eyes. So, I do recommend yes, grounding in the morning as well, which is following uh, other recommendations from a book that I have read called Grounding. (laughs) But there's so many books that I've consumed that benefit me. And yeah, so light key in and on around your face and in your eyes because the eyes are the gateway to the brain, which switch on the likes of neurotransmitters, they just switch on that light switch switch on the light switch exactly what it does and as a result of that you are much more alert and that's one of the main reasons i don't need to drink coffee because i use light i use nature i use the what well, god has given us the world has given us and in that getting it some sunlight later on in the evening sunlight to signify the production of melatonin, melatonin is that sleep hormone that we've touched on in numerous podcasts and if you haven't checked out the sleep podcast i do recommend that and yes so those are the three books i would definitely add to your reading list light is key and getting it at certain amounts so sunlight is recommended daily without the likes of sun cream i don't use sun cream in fact i use a moisturizer i use coconut oil as a moisturizer as well as an spf there's roughly about eight there's, uh, what, there's uh, different amounts of sun protective factor in it that I do use and it also doubles up as a moisturizer. So that is something that I do recommend to people. Moisturize not only from the outside but also from the inside out and coconut would inevitably be something that I consume in my meals because it is a high and does a high smoke point. There we go. So Yes, yes, oh, yay. Sunscreen sunscreen prevents you producing vitamin D. Vitamin D is a natural mood improver while also boosting your immune system. And these are all kind of simple things that improve your overall health. Moving on to question number three. John Kingston, coming in from Instagram. Tips for building lean muscle. Okay, straight away. The fact is if we, there are different, I suppose, people on end of the spectrum. There are people who want to lose weight and there are people who want to build lean muscle. The thing is, the training, is pretty much the exact same. You're always focusing on large muscle groups. You're focusing on squats. You're focusing in on chest press. You're focusing on shoulder press. And everybody, you are tearing muscle fibers. So the tearing muscle fibers uses energy, uses calories. But if you stay in a calorie deficit, you're losing weight, in particular body fat. If you stay in a calorie surplus, you're able to build lean muscle, which is important because the more muscles you have, the more food you can eat. Why? Because we have a larger cup to fill. Larger cup. This will be used in future demonstration purposes. Thank you so much for listeners. Uh, You actually came up with that. We did as a team because we're a team. So glad you're listening to this podcast. And yes, that is how we do it. That's the first thing you have to do because there's no point in, I suppose, up in your foods because if you do up your foods and you don't do the training, you can't build lean muscle. So we tear the muscle fibers and it'll be fixing my collar. And it'll be that was the first thing you have to do either staying in the hypertrophy range, which is eight to 10, if you're in a gym or have the facilities to use incremental increases from five kg to six to seven to eight to nine to 10, 11 to 12 to 20 to 100 kg dependent or pounds. Then we we'll switch up another way of progressively overloading the muscle, going from 30 seconds to 40 seconds to 50 seconds to 60 seconds, inevitably you're changing up the stimulus because your body adapts to exactly what type of stimulus and stress is being put under. So those are the training tips that I recommend. Large squats, large what? Large muscle groups, squats, chest press, shoulder press, and shoulder, back, chest, and inevitably the four main large muscle groups of the body. And then you have to consume a higher protein content in your diet, because that's protein's first main job after training to consume and help repair and cells that have been inevitably worked out in that session so that is the key ingredient but the certain amount of protein that you consume is key because it's typically 1.5 grams per kg of body weight that is particularly important for both individuals for weight loss or building lean muscle because you cannot build muscle without the likes of you being a calorie surplus and consuming enough protein for those muscle fibers to repair its and themselves So that's The first of which. Next is fats, because what fats do are healthy fats as well, important because they're nine kilocalories. They help you to get in the calorie surplus, up in your calories for, I suppose, getting you to help break down the protein, because that's what fats do as well. Fats are beneficial in. Effective not only increasing the absorption of fat soluble vitamins, A, D, E, and K, more vitamins, more energy, but they help break down proteins from the foods that we consume in that meal and previous meals we have had. Carbohydrates then are the next thing. And what are carbohydrates that I recommend? Complex carbohydrates from, okay, sourdough bread, fermented also for good health. We're going on to your likes of your brown pastas, brown rice, and potatoes. I love potatoes. They're winning and they're an organic fitness food as well. That is also in the book. And poor potatoes gain antioxidants too. So those are the simple basic principles that I go through with people starting off in the program. And that is the ethos that I have that you incrementally start your training at baseline, wherever you're at right now. It could be at the bottom rank, it could be at the middle, it could be advanced, either way, these simple principles such as progressively overload, eating high protein meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or if you're eating two meals a day or either are, where it is eating, eating 1.5 to 2 grams of protein, Recapper, And there we go. Is free range as good as organic eggs? This main question is really important. Why? Because eggs are nature's multivitamin. They contain a host of vitamins and minerals and are complete protein, as well as a he- contain healthy fats. And they're low carbohydrates. That's why they're great. That's why they're great. And when we understand that more and more people should consume eggs in their diet due to the fact that it is a food source that's quite natural. The main point of this is touching on is free range as good as organic. I do recommend people to consume organic foods, but this is a main point in front of stress here. Organic is a registered term, so you can have chickens in your backyard and they're being fed better nutrition if you feed them with the correct feed. And I'm just going to expand on here now. The feed of the animals and their produce, whether it be the chicken or the eggs, will have better nutrition. The free range ones, because the free range are giving better food. But here's the point. Most people don't feed their animals higher quality food. So chickens that I rare myself, most certainly you're getting lentils. Lentils, would you believe it? They contain protein, but not a complete protein. They contain, they could also get in their diet, gaining the advantage of hemp seeds or cheese seeds that are something that combine together, interlock and make complete protein. But not only that, they also can gain the advantage of oats. Those are the main three sources of proteins, fats and carbohydrates. Carbohydrates being your main source of your oats. Lentils are both carbohydrates and protein and then your healthy fats combined with the lentils make a complete protein this is what I recommend organic food or, or eggs is something that I do recommend to people who can uh, gain the advantage of knowing where the food comes from if you're going to a shop you're better off buying organic why because they have higher omega-3 both of those animals will have higher omega-3 understand where your food comes from rear your own chickens and if not rearing your own chickens I highly recommend you to Get organic for the best bang for your buck all right last, those are the four main questions we have recapped in this q a we went through buying organic basil and is there a difference between conventional washing it, it does take off the chemicals but it doesn't av- avoid the likes of the soil health that is negatively affected when harsh chemicals are used the three books i've read that i recommend the Compound Effect. Optum Nutrition, Light Being Medicine. And my own book, <laughs> The Power of Organic Fitness. Oh my God, it's going to be unreal, Literally, When this comes out, it'll be very, sh- very soon. Like I'll be shouting at it, shout. <whistles> Next one is, tips for building lean muscle. Compound effect working there. And next point of which is, is free range. Eggs, as good as organic. You know the drill, stay tuned, stay classy. And keep it organic. Oh, there's actually, before I finish up, retreat dates down in the skull still available. If you want to book in for those, send me a message on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, call me Power organic fitness, and we will get you in for those. So that's it. We're out. Three, two, one. You're listening to Coldman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. Alright, this is a quick, I suppose, section that I'm just going to add in here in relation to, I suppose, a Patreon that I have. If you would and like the content that you're currently receiving every week for the last two years, there's an opportunity for you to support the content being produced because as of now i currently do not have any sponsors so i for a minimum of five euro that's literally the equivalent of two cups of coffee or two cups of coffee anywhere in the world in that fact so in that you get I suppose for your five euro a month five euro a month is all i am inquiring about it's the fact that you get a one to one nutritional call from myself to Deep dive into the likes of your current, I suppose, dietary requirements, whatever diet you pick, I would certainly be getting an improvement on the current situation that you're in. in you know, on top of that, then you're then joined to a private Facebook group with like-minded people that most certainly have fitness goals and are on the Organic Fitness program but with their workouts and content being put up such as meals and accountability on that page directly if you would like to get involved the patreon link is on my tree link but on my instagram my tiktok and most certainly there will be links to that on my website okay Other than that, here's this week's episode hope you enjoy